Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reached Hangout. Today's conversation centers on birthright and kingdom mentality. In other words, we are all God's children. And once we realize that our identity comes from the Father, we gain access to the spirit that lives in him. So let's grab our beverage of choice. For me, it's going to be water, of course, snacks, and a notepad. Or you can go to the note section on your phone for today's discussion called A God's Child. Again, today's episode is called A God's Child. So let's get into it. Being a child of God, we hear all the time. We are one body in Christ. We have access to the Father in the kingdom of heaven. And in Matthew chapter 18, verse 18, NIV says this, Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. John chapter 1 verses 12 through 13 says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. And because we are God's children and because we are born of God, we receive the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control on top of receiving the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit gives us wisdom, knowledge, faith, gifts of healing, miraculous powers, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, speaking in different kinds of tongues, interpreting those tongues, and more. But knowing everything we receive in Christ and choosing to build a relationship with God, we still ponder the question, what is a child of God? Yes, we know our birthright comes by accepting God and Jesus as the Lord and Savior, but what else is there to do? Well, being a child of God is knowing that we have the authority and access to our Father. And in return, our Father gives us resources to guide, protect, and steward us in our life. And once we make that declaration in our faith to follow Christ and receive him, we become baptized in Christ. There is no complex test assignment or way to become a child of the king because we have all received it from the beginning. So when we say that we are children of God, it's not to say, oh, I'm walking in this arrogance type of aroma. No, it's saying that I have relief. I have been released 
God has given us that reassurance for us to know that we don't have to worry. We don't have to stress. We don't have to live in fear, beg and do everything else and be on our own because God is in motion, working everything out. We don't have to do the heavy lifting if we allow God to take control. That does not mean we don't labor (laughs) because what has God called us? Stewards. We are stewards. We are vessels, a part of the body of Christ, and we are his children. So I will not say that we won't have to labor, but the heavy work goes to God. We have the relief of knowing it's going to work out for our good. Sometimes we can feel burdened, alone, and allow the ways of the world to weigh us down. But when choosing to live for Christ, we are free, we are delivered, and we are no longer bound. And no, this does not mean perfection moving forward. But there is a sense of peace and comfort in knowing God has our back in every trial, every tribulation, every affliction, every discourse, and so much more. God is there. And he's even there in those moments cheering us on in our victories and our improvements that we have made in him because we said we want to be obedient. We want to fulfill our purpose and we want to live and be a part of the body of Christ. Jesus laid down his life because he wanted us to see our access to our father. He wants us to be able to know and experience the love that our father has for us And we just have to continue to have the faith and trust in our father. So we must plant ourselves firmly in the foundation of Christ and guard our gates against the attacks of life and the enemy. And I have discussed this on a previous episode before about what we may see, what we may say, what we may hear, any form of entry into our spirit, man, any form of entry to our soul, anything that can manipulate our mind, our flesh, whatever it is, we must continue to protect and guard those things to not be a tool for the enemy. There will be moments when we face opposition, but that doesn't mean God has left us or forgotten about us. In our offensive moments, we should allow those moments to be fuel in our defense to continue walking in the Lord. For example, Nehemiah chapter 6 in IV version, it talks about how Nehemiah faced a lot of opposition, y'all, in rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. And people were trying to manipulate and kill him. 
However, he did not let the opposition stop him from doing what God had instructed him. In particular, I want to pull out the verses that really spoke to me was Nehemiah chapter six, verses 12 and 15 through 16. And it says this NIV version. I realized that God had not sent him, but that he had prophesied against me because Tobiah and Sam Ballot had hired him. He had been hired to intimidate me so that I would commit a sin by doing this. And then they would give me a bad name to discredit me. So the wall was completed on the 25th of Elul in 52 days. When all our enemies heard about this, all the surrounding nations were afraid and lost their self-confidence because they realized that this work had been done with the help of our God. So again, we shouldn't let the hindrances of life and the opposition we may receive stop us from following and choosing to be obedient to God. Because fun fact, y'all, in Nehemiah, he still faced opposition and intimidation after building the wall in Jerusalem. So what I'm saying is this, don't let your focus shift off of God to your environment when you know for a fact God has your back, God has your front, God has your sides because we are his children. If God gave me instructions to do something, I know that God has already played it out to where it works out in my favor. So no matter what may happen, no matter what may come to pass, I know for a fact it's still going to work out for my good. Why? Because my father, why? Because God, why? Because Jesus died on the cross. Why? Because this is attached to my birthright. And if I continue to stay rooted in the father, I have access to him. So in any situation, any circumstance, we don't have to fight the battle. Being God's child, we have the birthright. We have the access. We have the protection. We have the wisdom. We have the knowledge. We have the power. We have so much in us that we can tap into if we stay with our father, if we keep the faith, if we continue to do what he has called us to do, because our obedience not only benefits us, but it benefits those around us, even if they don't see it, it's going to benefit in the long run. In Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 16 it said when all our enemies heard about this even the surrounding nations were afraid and lost their self-confidence because they realized that the work that was done 
had help from God. The aroma of our father will be on us so strong that people will know. So we don't have to try to convince anybody. Well, my father told me to do this. We don't have to convince anybody why we choose to walk and to live for Christ. Because if we continue to be obedient, the aroma of God will be on us so heavy that we won't even have to speak because the presence of God will speak for itself. God will have the victory. Y'all know I quote Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11 a lot because it's foundational. Whatever God speaks, it shall come to pass. If God speaks victory, it's victory already there. If God speaks protection, protection is already there. If God speaks peace, peace is already there. If God speaks something, it's already in the midst. It's already come to pass. It has already happened. So if God says that you are his child, you are his child and you have access to the kingdom. You have access to the father. You have access to the tools and the resources to not be bound and allow the enemy or this world to manipulate you or even yourself because we have the birthright. So if we continue To keep that kingdom mindset and knowing that our father has us. We got this. Why? Because our father got this. And last time I checked, my father never fails. We have been anointed and appointed to do great things. And we shouldn't allow the ways of the world or even ourselves again to dictate our emotions and life, even if we may stumble (laughs) or backslide, because not every decision we make will be the best. I have made some decisions in my life where I thought was the best for me and it turned out it wasn't the best for me. But that's why we have a father who is present and is willing to catch us every time because our hearts are on him. He is letting us receive the abundance of the land and teaching us how to steward, conquer, and not become wavering when an inconvenience appears. So to go back to the beginning, when I asked this question, what is a child of God? We are choosing to walk the path of Christ. We are choosing to learn who our father is. And even in moments of difficulty, we know that our father has our back. The walk of Christ is not this straight and narrow path of perfectness. Sometimes, or all the time, we have setbacks and we have moments of difficulty and sometimes we can question everything. 
But I'm on here today to remind you that we have access to the Father and we don't have to go through this life alone. We don't have to find coping mechanisms. We don't have to self-medicate. We don't have to do all these other tactics to get through life when we have the answer. And it's to follow and choose to be with our father because we are his children. God is there. No matter how far you think you have fallen, God is there and he is waiting to pick you up if you allow him to. It says in the word, God is a gentleman. So God is not going to force himself on any situation, any scene. He is waiting to be let in. So if we let him in, we will receive the abundance, the fullness, the wholeness, and everything that he has spoken over us and given to us in our birthright for our life and for our purpose. God is powerful. God is mighty. God can do indescribable things. But he constantly reminds us that he is our father. Why? God constantly reminds us that he is our father because he wants us to know that even though he is God, even though he is Alpha, he is Omega, he is so much more. God wants us to know that he's still a nurturer. He wants the best for us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He wants us to see the love and to feel the love that he has for us since day one of creation. So let's tap into all God has in store for us by staying connected to him and letting him father us because I can attest this. He is a good father and that's on period. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share your respectful thoughts in the comment section, share slash tag a friend, tell a friend to 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 tell a friend. Your girl is on the podcast. And make sure your post notifications are on to know when the next episode drops. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know that you found me. Y'all, my birthday is August the 13th, and I'm super duper uber static. I am trying to give you guys content, and you will see it pretty soon. So stay connected to all of my socials. Stay connected to the podcast, and all of my socials will be linked in the description box. If no one has told you this today, I love you, God loves you, and Jesus loves you too. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must remember the end game on here is to grow, to be the best versions of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with who? With God, y'all. I love you as
HBCs. And until we meet again, bye.